Welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. Jumbo, everyone, what's up? And welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. In today's episode, we discuss the rankings of our top scenes or areas where we as guests feel we are part of the story. In other words, where did Imagineers really step up to create a world that feels like reality? If you enjoy the podcast, make sure to check out our website, happiestpodcastonearth.com, for all of our latest merch, episodes, and more. You can also support us by checking out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash happiestpodcastonearth. If you want to join our Happiest Army and get a lot of bonus content, fun material, and all that jazz, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that soon. But definitely check that out, patreon.com slash happiestpodcastonearth. And then, of course, you can support us by checking out our sponsors, which will be presented to you throughout the episode. So with all that being said, let's introduce your Happiest Podcast on Earth team for today's episode. My name is Jarrett Fenema, and I am joined here today by AJ Mulholland. Hello, hello. Corey Benty. There he is. And Hunter Hazen. Hey! All right. Here. Uh, welcome, team. Welcome. Thanks for joining me. Let's go around the table uh, and see what's going on with all of us that we want to tell the listeners. Uh, per usual, I'll kind of go through my few things here. So pretty quick. Uh, happiest happenings. Make sure you check out our latest episode, which was released this week. Uh, you can check that out for all of your latest Disney news. So check it out. Uh, we had a full party. We had a full gang of five people. Really good episode. Not a lot going on as far as news goes, but check out uh, Happiest Happenings if you want to listen to that. Corey, what was our intro? What was our intro song? Happiest Happenings. <laughs> oh there it gosh. is. Just there cut it that is. and paste that right into the intro. Thank you. <laughs> I want no auto-tune, no special effects. I just need that. Adding uh, extra that's, editing, like, a, like what character? Like who is that guy? That sounded like Jackbox.tv, like the I don't even know, like Jackbox TV. I have don't no idea. Jackbox TV on the mind on since Jackbox. we did those Patreon games. Oh Jackbox. no, Patreon game day was a. It was fun. Let's talk it about fun. it real quick. Uh, it shout fun. out to all of our Patreon members that were able to join us. For our game night, we played Code Names, which was the first time I've ever played and it. Jarrett is uh, awful. No, I dominated when no, I was. No, you the, didn't. You lost every no, game. No, when I was, I'm one for one. When I was the leader. Wow. Just that's all that matters. I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. You know. Oh my gosh. So, uh, but no, it was a ton of fun. We had a really good time. We had a good crowd. We had a lot of people there. I forget how many, like twenty almost. I think at least 20? fifty-seven. 57 people. No, I think we had we had a solid group of 16 or so, 16 yeah. to 20 there playing. Um, um, and Andrew Bailey just uh, hopped in. Do I need to see? Let's get him in. into the episode. All right, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, before I let him in, it is the always late. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, I already did it. Always Andrew lovely. Andrew Bailey. All right. And we have, we're excited. Andrew. We were kind of waiting for you because this is a big game day for you. So you need to hold down the fort. All right. Are you ready for game day, Andrew? I am always ready for game day to the point where like I'm sitting here. I- <laughs> well, it sounds Let's like you had a say, full day. We love to give you crap, but we are happy that you're here for game yeah, day. So now and you can unwind. We can play a little game, you know, I'm get your trophy. Yeah. yeah. So you are you excited? Have you, do- have you done some studying? 
Actually, you know what? This is probably the first game day that I can honestly say I'm a little nervous about. Yeah. There you go. So, but I'm going to go back uh, before Andrew interrupted us. Patreon was a good time. Great game night was fun. We will definitely do one soon. Uh, We'll definitely do another one soon. So just stay tuned for that. And then last thing I have, I will probably do a Facebook event just for this. So people can have the information. Uh, I know not everybody has Facebook, but I'll create it. And then I'll post it on our Facebook page. Um, But Raglan Road, we are going to be doing that St. Patrick's Day, which is a Thursday. So I know it might be tough for some people to get out there, but we will be there uh, that Thursday morning on St. Patrick's Day. uh, So that way we can kind of get in line, get a good spot and we can get in and uh, have ourselves a wonderful day at Raglan Road. I did just see that they kind of came out with all their entertainment lineup and they do have just a bunch of really cool Irish music. They have their dancers. They're going to have really cool. uh, I think they do green beer and all that stuff. So uh, a lot of fun. I've done it before there and I have a blast. So if you can make it um, just join that Facebook page that I'll make probably tomorrow. And then uh, if you can't join that, then just shoot us a message. Let us know, shoot us an email, just so I have an idea as far as numbers go, what we're looking like. But if you're down here for that time, it's going to be a blast. Um, so definitely check that out. Raglan road, baby. Quick. So while time. Andrew stepped away, when are we going to break it to him that this isn't a game day? He has, no, I think he has no to guess idea. the top 10. Did he not turn in a top 10? Does he just not pay attention? Oh, he's right there. He doesn't. Can you hear us? No, he know. can't hear us. All right. Google who's next on our, uh, round the table. That's, that's all. Oh, hey, um, I did. I did I mention never- in happiest happenings that there was no gift shop on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, unfortunately, there is. It's called like the Chandrilla, whatever it is. What there is this? one. I was Hunter. Wrong. The fact that you thought Disney wasn't going to have a gift shop, and you oh. better believe I'm going in there and I'm gonna be asking the people working that gift shop. It's like, wow, you know, it's amazing. Y'all found room for a gift shop in this spaceship. It's amazing. <laughs> you can find room for anything there. And all the refurbishment. It was part of the refurbishment, yes. But that's all. All All right. So we've heard from the guys, but what we all want to know is, AJ, what's going on in your life? The listeners want to know. We want to know. What do you I, I know you guys are just also invested in my career, you guys. And let me tell you, things are happening. Things are moving very, very fast. I applied for a, quote unquote, Disney Hospitality Leadership Program, what was formerly known as the MI Management Internship literally three nights ago the next day my application was moved all the way to oh somebody read it you're going to be getting an interview that same day got scheduled for an interview this morning had that interview things are moving very quickly and i'm very excited about it and i feel really really good about the interview that i had there are a few more steps so like even if it doesn't work all the way out whatever but i got the initial interview and that's what matters and i'm really thinking i'm going to get the next one so Let's see how it goes. Fingers crossed. Maybe I'll be the new leader at Pop Century wearing normal clothes and not that disgusting yellow and blue outfit costume. <clears throat> Disgustingness. If I can wear my own clothes to work, it's going to be a good time. There we go. We're excited to hear what what happens with all this. I mean, it's been going super fast, which super definitely fast. usually doesn't happen with Disney interview. Or, uh, yeah, no, process, they said I'll so hear back cool. in about a week or two for the next interview. And then they're making decisions by April. And then I would start in June. So there we go. Let's go. Talk about fast. <laughs> right, we're going to get into the episode. Let's get into the episode. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is an exciting one. Uh, Andrew, you're all ready, right? You're all hyped up game day. I am 100% ready. 
All right. So there it is around the table. Thank you all for uh, sharing your information here. But let's get into the main episode. And this is going to be a fun one. So Andrew's ready. It's a game day for Andrew, right? It always is. Let's go. That's what I like to hear. All right. So the past three or four days, I've been texting you guys to get your list in because we're doing a rankings episode. Uh, And... (laughs) Come to find out a couple people didn't do, but we have had basically the full team. The full team has has given us their list of rankings. This is so (laughs) shit. You've not been paying attention, Andrew. Andrew, this is what you get for not reading the text messages that are longer than just one hand blind to the episode. I'm not completely blind. Andrew's the only one who is not able to submit his list because he thought it was a game day apparently when i've been texting every day to get (laughs) rankings in so that's that so andrew's gonna sit back and relax but everybody else was able to submit a list so we do actually have a really good list here and we are talking about our favorite scenes or areas in the parks whether it's attractions whether we're talking about restaurants resorts uh, or just overall lands uh, where Imagineers really stepped up and created an overall feeling that you're in the story, right? So it's a it's reality that you're there. So uh, that is what we're going for. So again, if you are in a land or a scene or anything like that where you feel you are part of what they're trying to show you, uh, that's what we're doing. We have our lists here. Um, so this is a very good list. We were able to compile, I think, six or seven different lists from our team that we have. Uh, so that we could compile a top 20 list of all these different scenes, areas, lands, things like that. And then we will have some honorable mentions as well, which will include uh, some of the areas that only one person might have had it low on their list. Um, one of them, I actually just made an executive decision to just push to the very bottom. What? Just because I think what? it's terrible. <laughs> I just think it's terrible. All right. Well, let's start off. You'll with that see one. why. You'll what see why. All right, but let's get into it. Uh, So overall, we had 35 different areas, shows, which is crazy out of all the people, but uh, definitely a lot. So we're just going to kind of fly through the honorable mentions, and then we'll get into our top 20 that I have here for us. So the one that I pushed down, and this is solely because one of the team members of of our team here basically just wrote all the things that we know she loves the most and it was it was not that i'm just gonna the say rules i know but i'm just gonna say it gaston's fountain she okay would. it's not me yeah and i'm sorry but mel we love you to death mel actually can't be here gaston's she has fountain. a very busy day but all almost every single thing is just biased towards you know her favorite princess like bell and but that's Cinderella where I guess Mel's not here. And... It's not fair. She can't defend herself. She can't so defend it. She, that's where she probably feels the most immersed when she's in Disney because she is surrounded by the things that there she loves. Thank so you, Hunter. I'm guessing what, like Gaston's fountain and then one for every single room and be our guest and then <laughs> one outside on the, the bridge scene. to I be our guest. Them. Half of them are legit. Half are okay. just you. Okay. It's Mel, and we Listen, love Mel for exactly. That's it's exactly anytime you're that. not. Trust me, anything that makes you feel like you're not in Jersey, <laughs> probably it uh, tell you up there, baby. It ranks. It's up there. No, yeah. Mel is very passionate. I give her a ton of credit for that one. And this is just Mel. We all we all know her, love her. But Gaston's fountain not happening. <laughs> pushed it down. Is that the one you pushed uh, down to the bottom? 
last place. Yeah. Oh no, yep, last. Not doing. Frontierland was one of them. Which I'm, I'm gonna. All right, T Rex was on hey, there. On. I don't know who thinks they're actually in the. <laughs> throw a name. Throw I a name with T Rex. All right, let me do it real quick. Throw the right, name. So Frontierland we'll was Mel out of nowhere. Mel, not oh. a big Frontierland person, but she had that last on wow. her list, number ten. Wow. Uh, I also had uh, AJ. I believe had T Rex. I did have T-Rex. I just remember being really fascinated when the asteroid came and killed everything, and I thought that was really cool. And it stuck out to me, so it earned a spot on the list. Did you feel like you were really there? I really felt like I was about to get in the Triassic period by an asteroid. Mm. Rainforest Mm. didn't have the same effect on me, but T-Rex. All right, take it easy. That was a party. When hey, those I, gorillas start pounding their chests, there ain't nothing more immersive than that. I've been saying oh, I want to dress up like safari geez. people and go do bottle service at Rainforest oh. Cafe. I've been saying that. <laughs> oh Next trip gosh. chat, we're treating we it like to, a bottle right. service, baby. We should do bottle service stuff like at, that. Rainforest at Rainforest Cafe. Let's go in the aquarium bar. We're Let's doing do it. it. All right. Um, so number 32, we have the Canadian Pavilion. That was Hunter's 10. Number it's 10. Beautiful photo shoot. Hey, that's a good hey, one. That was an honorable what, one. I was actually very surprised. I had never been up those steps before or like back there. I couldn't believe it's cool. It got like Niagara Falls. They back have there. a waterfall. Yeah. It's a hidden it's gem. That's all we'll it say. is a hidden gem. 100% a hidden gem. I, yeah. I had no idea it existed. I felt like I was in, in Canada. <laughs> in Orlando. Well, apparently, not anybody that? else did. Only Hunter t- n- number 10 on his list. Sorry, Hunter. I had a couple more that were just better than yeah. that. Some of these did land. I had made like a full list of like 20 for mine, even though I didn't include any of the t- mm-hmm. other ones. But um, all right. I had Toy Story Midway Mania Q as my number 10. What? Um, I thought they did a really That's good terrible. job with that. As if the no, railing. It's not. feels like you're a toy so- in what? the box. You you legit feel like you're a toy there? Yes. The walls are the, flat. The cues are amazing. But they're made out of flat things like cardboard and game instructions. Yeah. Uh, hey, say. listen, listen, it makes, him feel, ladders and... it makes him feel like he's there. I defended Mel, but I will not defend this. This yeah, is a terrible. Boy, that's why it's an honorable one, mention number 31 on the list. No that's one true. cares about these. All right. All right. Breeze through it. All right. Um, I care about T-Rex, but okay. Corey, mm-hmm. number 10 on your list. Haunted Mansion Graveyard. Ooh. Yes. yes. Guys, when no, you're coming down, when you're coming down that hill, and you start hearing the songs. I feel like I'm outside. I feel like I'm in a graveyard. You are outside. Tombstones. It feels. No, legit. he's talking about the one in oh. the ride. Yeah, in the. I ride. thought you were talking okay. about the Q two. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So I just, in the ride. Okay. Yes. Nobody think. Uh, okay. Fine. I think it's a cool spot. It feels okay, like fine. I'm actually. Yeah. Outside. We don't need to defend. These are just the the last ones are always you know whatever. Um, we had the most passionate about them, though, because we're like, are you kidding me? I ranked it 10, but I why know. did you rank it 10? Um, so next on the list for honorable mention, Nick Lee put on uh, number nine on his list, Port Orleans French Quarter. Wow. Well, I disagree with Port that. Port Orleans French Quarter. And we have a disagreement <laughs> here. Let's go real quick on this because it's honorable mention. <laughs> real quick. Why? Like two words. Um, golf Sput- course next to it. Fake fireballs. Wait, is that the one with the dragon water slide? Yeah, that thing's awesome. (laughs) That thing is cool. So immersive. A lot of good memories as a kid. All right, but you know what? It's Nick Lee's. So you know what? We can't can't miss him for it. Uh, Number 28 on the list. This was Mel. Uh, She had this number nine on hers, Sunset Boulevard. Oh, 
Okay. Um, I don't really know where I am on that one. I don't, I don't I'm think it's a bad one. I don't yeah, think that's it's a bad one. Terrible. I listen, I've walked I like Sunset. Listen, I will say I, I have walked Sunset Boulevard, and I can tell you right now. We've all done that. That ain't Sunset Boulevard. Oh, oh geez. Yeah. the real sunset. Yeah, the real oh, thing. In the 20s. Wait, Tower of Terror wasn't on Sunset Boulevard in real life? <laughs> yeah, true. What? What about, right. what about G-Force Records? Air- G-Force yeah. Records. What about the Cars yeah. meet and greet with Lightning McQueen? Lightning okay. McQueen when he's not on Rodeo. Anyways. We're going to hop to the next one here. Uh, <laughs> honorable mention number 27 on our list. This was number nine on Hunter's list. Mission Space Q-Line. Wait, what? Oh. Mission Control. This is Be specific. Andrew, this is your territory. Andrew probably yeah, thinks it's stupid because he works there. But I will say do, do Hunter got me? really into it when we rode Mission Space on our trip. Yeah. He was I, Mission Control in load whenever you're sitting there, but the lockers, and then it's just dark and you just hear like the and you're just like, oh my <laughs> gosh, it's about see, to what happen. you're hearing is the motor that should be the one moving the gravity wheel, and it's just not. Um it's just okay. not. Number 26, Polynesian Resort at night specifically. Uh, Corey had that number nine on his list. I love the Polynesian. I can't argue with this one. I don't know what the Polynesian is like, but I hope it's something like that because it is beautiful. Um, we also have next on our list for a while, or, uh, for honorable mention, Pop Century, the 70s area. Which the 70s AJ, specifically. 70s it's stuff. the only... Well, it's the only area without a pool. So instead of having a pool there, they put these ginormous foosball characters. And I remember walking into it the first time and just like, I was so excited. I was giddy about it. There's the four foot tall, or excuse me, 40, Jesus, Murphy. Four foot tall. <laughs> the four story tall Mickey Mouse and the giant um, like tricycle that says like, oh, your weight requirement's like 800 pounds. Like, it's funny. So where does this, where does this make yeah. you feel like you like, are? In it makes me feel like I'm in Toy Story Land, and I well, am a not toy. The <laughs> I don't think that was I was it. just going off of something, but no, it just oh, like uh, I feel no. immersed when I'm there. Where am I immersed to? I don't know, but I do. So it made my list, there and it go. was higher than some of y'all's. So goodbye, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, all right, you know, the arcade, the, the arcade, at the All Star Resort. <laughs> they have so many like games. It. I feel immersed in games. <laughs> I love games. <laughs> All right, next. Hey, all of you. Um, we have this one was close to making my list. Rock and roller coaster pre-show area, uh, basically to the ride. So, like I said, the the recording studio, legit studio, and then the way you're in a studio, the way the sound broadcasts with the like the soft walls, it just sound like all the sound. It just sounds right, you know. Yeah, only this one definitely on his ring finger wasn't so bad. Um. I don't think they did a bad Could job. No, I think it's a great idea. That was actually my number eight. <laughs> <laughs> I non-existent list. In list. Oh, All right, we got a list in. I like it. Well, ch- chime in when late cover. <laughs> um. All right. Next, uh, we have Corey saying that the Asia, basically just the land, uh, overall in general. You said right. Yeah, I think when you're coming around that, just right around like that yak and yeti area as you're heading towards and you start seeing everest and you make your way around that loop around the left there i mean you honestly i don't feel like i'm in florida i think just with the music the theming ooh, uh ooh, the sights, ooh, yeah ooh. 
All of it. All <laughs> of it. I mean, every in the in the morning, just it, those things would go nuts. The Gibbons, baby. Yeah, but you definitely don't you don't feel like you're in Florida right there. You honestly feel like you're in another country, to be honest. Yeah. With you. So takes takes me there. Not like 40 foot tall Mickey Mouse is riding on tricycles. Or foosball yeah, men. There you go. Or, or, or foosball characters. Foosball. Yeah. So. All right. Um, next on honorable mention, we're almost to our top 20 here. So next on our honorable, honorable mention, uh, and I I put this one separate. So I put Galaxy's Edge, uh, Millennium Falcon outside of the Millennium Falcon, mm-hmm. just kind of in that area where it's parked and just kind of taking a look at the entire thing from the outside. That is a uh, great thing. That was Nick Lee's on his Ooh, list. Nick Lee coming so, through. It's on mine yeah. as well. Only. Oh, there we go. I think I, I put Galaxy's Edge as a whole. Wait, yeah, okay. Is that is that an issue? No. Well, we no, have. I mean, we have a lot. <laughs> I don't know how Galaxy's Edge is going to work its way into this list, Jared. You have it all broken down, right? I have you. I got you. I all, got right, you. all right, all right, cool. Here's my. Thing. I did ask to be a little bit specific for some of these. But oh, that was, so that was just a breakdown. Well, I I was yeah. I was actually referring to what Nick was referring to, um, in my list, uh. I think that's the heart and soul of Galaxy's Edge as a whole. Um, with that said, with the mountains and stuff, it does provide. It's good. With that said, I think that area specifically is the one that stands out. I think the rest of it kind of is. There we go. Let's put some random decorations and hope that people realize this is Star Wars. And we're going to throw in an X-Wing every now and again in here. Petition to remove the fence true. around um, the Millennium Falcon, and then you got a winner. So, all right, moving on. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. So that's uh, that's, and we have one more honorable mention before we get in our top twenty. Uh, and this is sorry, Corey Rainforest Cafe. Hey, <laughs> I am excited. T Rex made it higher than. Wait, made it no, Rainforest. Yeah, lower. Wait, 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 it wait. is the- much more realistic to be in a rainforest than it is to be in the. Triceratops, Triassic, <laughs> Jurassic period of there ain't life. nothing like that gift shop. No, there's not. You're telling me you don't want to hang out in the Build a Bear section of T Rex where they have the Build a Bear dinosaur? It's not T-Rex? immersive at all. We're talking about no, immersive. You, you're not creating just a, life. A AJ, what's more place. immersive than creating life? AJ did not oh get the memo gosh. of what this means. She is like one pick away She's from about Build a Bear, Gaston's fountain. Jeez, might as well have been her pick. Corey, I gotta know though, where did you rank Rainforest on your list? Oh, this was uh, number seven on okay. the list. Okay. You feel so, like you're in the jungle eating. With you gorillas. can't think of seven things better than being in Rainforest Cafe <laughs> when you're at I, this did. I can I go to Grapevine Mills Mall in Texas to Rainforest Cafe. Grapevine Mills right Mall. Now. Hey, we're talking about I do love at Disney, and there's a Rainforest Cafe at Disney that when I go inside, I don't feel like I'm at Disney anymore. I feel like I'm in the Amazon. <laughs> oh All right. Gosh. Well, there you go. I, I don't feel it. And by the way, I still have with seven. a lightning strike, and then I'll. Hey. I'll Can I hey. throw this in that hey, when I go way, into I the seven when I go picks left in the in the top ten here? So service. off of right. off of Corey's reasoning, when I go into the Speedway on property, I don't feel like I'm at Disney anymore. It's so immersive. <laughs> Feels like I'm in a gas station. Smells like one. Yeah, I put the speedway just outside of Magic Kingdom. It feels like you're at an actual speedway. So we're at 20. All right. So you know what's going to happen? I'm going to actually 
make this a top 15 and I'm going to go 20 through 16 as honorable mention as well. Uh, I just feel like a lot of these, these are all tied 20 rainforest cafe and everything to number 16 is all tied. So I'm just going to make them honorable mention. Here we go. Port Orleans Riverside, not French quarter Riverside Mm -hmm. is on the list. And I believe that's AJ. Yep. That was me. Okay. AJ had that on. Yep. And then we have, the, I come. I combine this. Oh well, no, shoot! I didn't even put this on my top ten. It was very close. Pirates of the Caribbean. I put Q line slash ride because I think Hunter, you just said the all around experience. That's right. Well, I did the. I almost said yeah. Q. I almost said the Q because I like that Q. I'd say the ride more than the Q, just because of the zigzagging when you're before you get inside. But yeah. Okay. Um, but that one's definitely understandable. I think. That one is, especially for how old the attraction is, they did a really good mm-hmm. job with that. Um, number 18 for honorable mention, Italy Pavilion. That was Mel, I believe. Um, we had a lot of pavilions, which is a testament to Epcot of just how amazing they did with these things. Uh, the number 17 was one of mine. I also had this number seven on my list. Uh, I put Morocco the back areas, <laughs> the shopping area. Oh, I think. yeah. <laughs> the old streets of Morocco. I definitely, I don't ever really go back there, but when I do, it does feel like you're legit in Morocco oh, at like a marketplace. And then even when you there. go in restaurant Marrakesh, I think they do a really good job of that too. So you're on the run to get oh. jumped. It's dangerous. Oh, Crime my. is up back there, by the way. My gosh. What? Don't go, that's yeah, why I don't go back there. I told you all, if, if, if you needed to get lost and get out of town, head to the streets of Morocco. Y'all didn't listen to me. Uh, <laughs> we do have a guy in Morocco that met us with fake passports. Thank you. Yes, oh. he does. Yes. We have a guy. My God. Y'all remember from our vlogs, but I remember that. Interaction I don't remember, cool. I remember fake it. passport. I remember it quite clear. Just remember I seeing it in my suitcase. I want to meet that man again. Oh, okay. So we have a man. Stops. All right, here we go. And last on our honorable mention, the Black Spire Outpost for Hunter. Black Spire Outpost as like a whole, like dock onto a shop. Yeah, uh, three I, I you, I'm sorry. It's, this I is the have, whole marketplace. I, oh, I need you to from the no, actual no. Black Spire to um, Ronto Roasters was my you, specific, you do, like the market. Okay, place. I was about to say like, Black Spire Outpost is the I entire know, land as a whole. I, I, yeah. know. The, I do. I'm a big fan of the market, Hunter. I'm trying to nail it into the market. That market definitely gives you the vibes. It's like people are shopping. There's like bartering going on. There's all kinds of craziness. I don't know it's, about bartering, but people are shopping. He's bartering. You're getting conned by a guest. Yeah. So this says uh, $99. I'll give you uh, 40. There's uh, a no, lot of people. Not, honestly, you want to you want to make that like immersive? That all should have been like you should have been able cool. to like barter a trade with it. Live entertainment. You know what they should have? have? Right oh, they should have Sebulba off to the side eating some of those oh, little like yeah. slugs. It could be fenced off, but like eating those toad things. Yeah. I was thinking the the muffin things that the four portions or whatever that guy that gives like Ray the six oh, yeah. portions. Get six portions. One and a half portions. You could go to him and get a <laughs> piece of bread that inflates. That could be like yeah. the bakery. Yes, and then everything like portions. 
they actually have like the microwavable cup things that you can do like a muffin and it'll like make it it'll fluff up the cup in like 30 seconds you see those you know that was reversed no that's just like a thing in stores you can get them and it just like makes a muffin in like a minute what that was like a like a wax muffin that they set on there and then melted away and then played it in reverse no that's a real food you can actually get those it's like a microwavable muffin beautiful scene so All right, so that's what now they I, need. Now I want a muffin. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, here we go. Top 15. These are no longer honorable mention. Let's do and this. So the debate begins. Oh. Oh. Here we go. Everyone has my do, list, correct? Can Everyone I, has my list. Are we good? Well, it was on. Yeah, I was on we got you. I mean, yeah, just jump. I want to throw. I, I want to throw one thing out there before we breeze over it because this was a note that I had that I wanted to mention with Pirates of the Caribbean. It's a shame because it's such an old attraction and it is so immersive. And I just wish Disney would take like note and build a new attraction with that many animatronics. Sure, they did Rise of the Resistance, but there's not a lot of animatronics to look at. In Rise I would of the give Resistance. it a vote if it was like, remember when it used to be for Not So Scary, they would have live actors within the ride as well True. as the queue. If it was like that all the time, moment. it'd be number one on my list. But I just feel like you're not getting that genre of attractions anymore. You're getting the Trons, the Rise of the Resistance, uh, all those things. Let's call that IP. Yes, I know, I know, but I'm just putting out putting it out there that this thing was made way back when and it still stands the test of time. So lesson to I can learned. agree. I know I I genuinely can agree with that. I think that's a good point. Number 15, Jared. Take All right, away. let's do this. Number 15 on the list. The Chinese theater. The Chinese theater, which Peter, was this on I your thought you were about to say the pavilion what? theater. Are you talking about the pavilion oh, no. theater with I think just the overall look circle theater? Yeah, I mean it, it literally has the same exact blueprints and they had to use no Disney's the Chinese theater in Hollywood. I thought it was the circle theater too. Yeah, I'm talking oh, about not circle theater, oh, wait, the Chinese oh, theater. Oh, I did like circle that one. theater. The Carthay Circle Theater. No, no, no. I get what you're saying, man. It does look legit. That makes you kidding. legit. If we're talking just we're talking about studios, by the way, if we're talking just exterity. Yeah, I agree. That's what I think it's a good spot meant in that. I'm not doing the whole entire thing. This was on my list. This was uh, number six on my list. That Um, big neon sign out front really ruined. Actually, number five on my list. Yeah, number five. But uh, that does. But I think just the overall, when you walk in right away, you don't really see that too much, and you just see that. I mean, it's identical. Like it just looks identical, and I've it's, never been there. But... You could blindfold. You could blindfold me, and I mean, other than creepy street characters that are out, you know, yeah. trying to give you a CD or take pictures with you, it's <laughs> it's legit. I mean, it Amp it prints. literally looks like it does in LA. This is a movie theater that I frequented uh, a whole lot, and standing out front of that thing, it's it's yeah. Legit. Quick sidebar: Do they actually show regular movies there, or is it just like mm-hmm. movie? Oh movies? man, it's the TCL Chinese Theater, and it is one of the interesting, beautiful movie theaters. Surround sound. It's the ceiling. I mean, Google pictures of it of the theater inside of it. It's it's my favorite theater in Los Angeles by far. Interesting. See, yep. now that I didn't know, I thought it was solely mm-hmm. for. Yep. They've got know, some big old wings. movie memorabilia in there and stuff like that. They do a lot of premieres there and stuff, but you can go there on a normal day and go. I saw, I saw Avengers Endgame there. I mean, it was. Wow, that's that's cool. Yep. Fun fact: It is available. Fun fact for of the rent. day. Yep. So it's available for is what? It? Who is that? A, oh, is no. that an AMC-owned theater? Are TCL, we good? I think it's like TCL. TCL. Turner Classic Movies. 
All right, everyone, uh, just a heads up, we will be uh, <laughs> next happiest co- podcast meetup will be at the Chinese Theater in Los Angeles. You can visit I me. I mean, let's, let's look September. into it. September. Yeah, let's look into it. September. What? Okay. September. When we go, when we go to Disneyland. We, we got the D23, man. Now. Oh, you're doing D23. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, okay. We, we got it. Yeah, we got it. All right. I'm so, so that basically to. So number 15 was my own. There are a few others that are just one person, but we rank them very high. I'll explain it right now. And then once we get to top 10, multiple people put those posts. So let's go into number 14. It's actually very high on my list. You guys will probably laugh about this, uh, but we're going to head over to Pandora. And I'm not going, we ha- we, we'll, we'll talk more about Pandora later, but I'm actually going strictly navi river journey and i am saying that that's a good pick no 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 that's a good land at night i think they they do it better on that attraction than they do in the land because i as much as people hate it it's short you know they i don't even know i honestly don't know why people hate it so much i I actually really enjoyed this attraction it's the the lighting is beautiful the, the shaman at the end is gorgeous. I mean, She's great animatronic. Why? Why do you say that? I think people are just because expecting more. Like, they're not only are you expecting more, but I feel like I'm getting the same quality show that I'd get in Dinosaur. I can, like, everything uh, is so close to you. It's Dinosaur's so. Dinosaur's a good quality show, though. I mean, no, they but left like, a lot out in the Dinosaur, too, but I love but Dinosaur. But not only with, like, Dinosaur, but, like, the fact that that ride is so old. And cost not nearly anything as much as Navi River Journey. And Navi River Journey, it's just, it's cheap theatrics. It's cheap. I don't um, even think that. I think, I think the flat. The, I think when the you flat walk on the lily pads up top and that that creature's like jumping around on each lily pad and you see the pad moving when it's jump. Like, I think it's actually cool effects. It's a very short ride. Here's, it's so here's condensed the, so that you can tell you're in a tunnel. The settling well, question I, is if they removed all vertical elements from splash mountain would you rather ride splash mountain or navi river journey feels all flat no hills no drops does it make you feel like you're in pandora at night jared yeah yes that's okay i'm with him i'm with him and that's my point is like so we'll talk more about it but as far as feeling at night and when i think of pandora i don't think of it at daytime i think of it at nighttime when it's lit up the neon lighting and i think they capture that beautifully and again the animatronic i mean we can do rating animatronics and i will put that baby high but i would have added three more of those animatronics in there like had the budget to like create some that was the the only thing is the screens of like all that the avatar like walking to but the thing is i think that's a good touch yeah i really do i think that's what uh dinosaur missed in the sense of uh, like a cheap budget most yeah. of the budget obviously went to Flight of Passage. We can all agree on that. But I think for what it had, Navi River, Navi River Journey is a it's a it's a good attraction. Yeah, I think if the line too was like 10, 15, 20 minutes, you guys, well, I don't think people Any would complain. The fact that you dumb it down from what it usually is, which is like eighty five to hundred plus minutes. No, but I'm saying that because I feel like that's that it's only, not that good of a ride. But I'm saying that's the only reason you say that is because an eighty five minute though. line. The only should time I've ever, be... ro- the only time I've ever, actually, it's false. I rode Navi River Journey twice. First time, okay. walk on, and we were like, okay, that whatever second time fast pass for a few months later still 
I haven't wrote it since. This was pre-COVID. So I haven't wrote it since because I just it's immersive, it but it's not yeah. that fun. It's not. It's All right, not I'm going to move on, but I'm going to, AJ, this is coming from someone who we have Toy Story Mania and you like Buzz Lightyear still. So let's just talk about that. I you didn't said put Toy Buzz? Story Mania. Yikes. Oh, yikes. I did not no. put that on my. Big AJ's yikes. I did not right. put Buzz or I'm Toy just Story saying for someone there. who says effects aren't aren't great on Navi hey. and it's one of the worst. Just don't. I've never my Buzz said Lightyear. that Buzz is a good effect, right? It's just competitive. And that's where my oh, personality so lies. Word of warning to everyone. Just don't wear a gray hoodie when going on Navi River Journey. <laughs> yeah, let's just be true. Doesn't end up well. <laughs> that was one of the highlights of the trip for sure. Don't use your that was funny. hoodie. No, no, no. We're not elaborating. <laughs> we're leaving something for the imagination. All right, don't here use we go. Moving on. No, we're moving nope. on. Nope. Number 13 on the list. This is from Mel. Uh, <laughs> Journey under the CQ line, which I do enjoy the Q mm. line on this attraction. Um, again, I don't know as far as immersive, I don't, I wouldn't be able to say much about this movie, but Mel would. And the fact that she sees this and just thinks she's in the movie says a lot because she is such a little mermaid. Um, I don't even know fanatic. So there you go. You get get one day a year on that ride that it's worth it. (laughs) Oh yeah. Here we go. November 18th. No, it's literally, it's, it's literally just Mickey's birthday. And when you get to. For like twenty minutes, you Mickey. get a special hidden Mickey. That's it. That's the only time that ride. That sometime is worth try. it. Yeah, the bloggers um, block it out. All right, next one on the list, number twelve. Here, this is AJ. This is number two on oh her my. list. Oh Boardwalk. My. Yeah. Boardwalk. Wow. Oh, that I'm is. nobody else put this. Yeah, that, I, good. that is a good one. Mm. And Only I at night. include the boardwalk as a whole. I also mean the yacht club and beach club, like just that yeah. whole area. I think there, that's fair. There that's are very one. few places on Disney property that are so like beautiful through the the entire sight line. <laughs> Rover. Rover. Oh, sorry. Bongo. There are here. Bongo. Bongo, my boy. Bongo. But Where are, are you very, going, Pongo? All right. There are very few places that are that beautiful throughout the entire sight line. Yes, you have Swan and Dolphin in the background, but like whatever. Barf. Like the entire sight line is absolutely gorgeous. And you just don't really get that in many other places, especially now that Epcot has big old barges in the middle of their sight line. I don't know. I think it's gorgeous. And Andrew's right. When it's during the nighttime, it bumps it up even higher. It's just I so agree. gorgeous. I will 100%. say boardwalk, this is a good one. boardwalk to the International Gateway is a, actually a pretty long walk, but I don't mind it one bit just because really it's a nice is. walk to take. Yeah, it's beautiful. And don't tell the guests I would definitely that. say nighttime. Most things I would just say nighttime. Is better. Yeah. Uh, but great pick there. And then let's go to number 11. This is the last one we have where only one person picked it, but this was number one on Mel's list. Cinderella's castle, Cinderella's castle How? textbook. I think Cinderella's Royal table, maybe like inside. Yes. I don't, she wasn't specific, but I'm guessing that's what she meant. I've never been in there. So it's beautiful. It is absolutely gorgeous in there. I just, it's pretty generic. My thought from when I was there, I'm just throwing it out there. It really trying. feels like you're in the castle. It's really tiny, but well, it you is are in the castle. Very well done. But you know what I mean? Like it's, they didn't take up like a game in a movie. Yeah. It's very intimate. Yeah, it's yeah. has a lot of cool, like little details. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna go with that. I honestly have never been up there, so I can't really say much. It is uh, smaller than you would this. think. You go up there it and is, you're like, "Wait a minute, this is it's where's the rest? It's of not it? very big. 
Yeah, it's not yeah. very big, but anyways. <laughs> well, All right. <laughs> All right, let's go. Here we go. Top 10. And again, these are scenes, uh, yeah. areas, things like that, that Imagineers crushed it. Makes it feel like you're actually part of the scene. Uh, this is going to go number 10 on our list. The French Pavilion. I'm going to say just the renovated part outside of Remy's. I mean, for the most part, I think that's the best job they did. But let's just I mean, I don't want to go overall pavilion because you guys that's are the worst part away. they did. That's the what? worst part because it has Ratatouille in it. Ratatouille. We all know that Hunter oh, has wow. a vendetta right. Well, just let's go overall pavilion. The French pavilion sucks. It really Anyways. is. So good. I didn't have this on my list. We did have uh, three people had this on their list. So there you go. The bakery, the walk back to the bakery prime, the fountain, not by Ratatouille, but even just the fountain in the front. I know it gets a little crowded sometimes, but just the whole aesthetic as you walk in. And then, yeah, it is kind of cool to walk around to Ratatouille to the entrance, but don't get in line. All right. Do not get in line. <laughs> Save yourselves the trouble. Go back there. Look at the fountain. Take a picture of the Gusto sign up there and walk on out. Don't even give it a try. It'll disappoint mm. you. But anyways, it feels it, it feels really immersive. And I think the Eiffel Tower works. Some people don't, which is OK. I think it does yeah. just because technically every time you you technically walk all the way around it, but your view is always obstructed. So it does always seem like it's kind of far away. So anyways, there you go. Nice. Uh, Mel and Nick Lee also had this on their list. Uh, so Hunter, Mel and Nick. So there you have it. That's number 10, the French Pavilion. Let's move on to number nine and we're going to kind of stick in a pavilion but we, we were a little more specific the rose and crown the rose and crown um again one of my favorite spots but this is one where i will say i i think the reason i enjoy it most is because when i think of an irish pub or a place like that, that it's just people are kind of close together. They're drinking. And honestly, I don't even remember or know if I've ever had a bad experience with like people, even though you're so close to people, everybody's in just the best mood, having a good time. The bartenders are very interactive with everybody, having great conversations. I miss the, uh, the piano lady. I miss Carol. Her. Carol. Miss her. Great. I that added really to the environment. Bartender, Sam. I miss oh. him a lot. <sighs> Sam and Carl. No, there used to be a really, Carl. really hot bartender oh. there named Sam. He was beautiful. There you go. Hot bartenders. Sam, but, let's, uh, but Carl, who retired, he, he, he definitely held that place together, too. Uh, but I just love the overall aesthetic, the feel. I think when they when you're when you're thinking of like a pub in the UK, that is what I envision um solely off of just everything i've seen and when i go to like irish pubs things like that so i think they killed it with rose and crown um, all the way I down to the i had that creaky. all the way up at number four oh. but i did the whole uk pavilion because i think it is that good of a pavilion oh sweet so yeah so there's actually then three of us have this on our list Corey, i think you had it too yeah you said it best i mean the minute i literally walk through those doors I see that just kind of glazed over bar with just the gold and the brown. I don't know. The whole thing, like you said, everybody's coming together in there. Uh, anything like you order a Guinness and it just feels it just feels so real. Like, I mean, I've never been to the UK, but I like you said, I, that's how I imagine it being. And it just it feels good. Let's get into our number eight. The Mexico Pavilion and. 
Uh, I think overall, the marketplace is probably what we're reaching to the most with this, just inside the the entire pyramid, not the pyramid, um, but inside the Mexican pavilion, you do have the tequila bar there. Uh, but I think just the overall marketplace, uh, it's just they do a very good job as far as theming goes inside with the restaurant, um, San Angel Inn. It's, it's all done very well. And I love the theming inside here. I love the I remember smell. Being a I kid love- and eating at oh. that restaurant was like the best thing in the world. Like oh. having the volcano in the background, seeing the boats go through. Like I, there was nothing better than that. Honestly, that was always my favorite part of our vacations. That place is mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. And Best now that we can go in there and have some and drinks, now you just get ripped on tequila. Heck hey. that's, that's that's where I was going. Is that's what's another American what's, thing. What's the name? Just ripped shots of tequila and enjoying it. What, what's her name, Hunter? Oh yeah, our what's her name? name? The name of our tequila, Embar Blanco. Say it again. Say it again. Embar. Blanco. Mufasa, 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 Mufasa. 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 <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> the hyenas, man. Oh my Come on. Gosh. That's why that's I, I figured you were going that route. I'm glad Jerry got that me. Jerry I feel bad that I didn't get the reference. Oh, no. I like that. I like that. But uh, so, yeah, also, really, AJ a did lot say of pavilions great memories when song. you're a child, great memories when you're an adult. If you can remember them by the end of your trip, True. that's why you always go there first. There you go. So uh, that's so numbers 10, 9, and 8, all basically like pavilion stuff in Epcot. But uh, let's change some things up. We're going to go to number seven on our list. And actually, four people had this on their list the Kilimanjaro Safari. Wow. I'm surprised it's this low, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's exciting. Number seven. I just, oh, that place is incredible. If for nothing else than having those guests. It'll be like grown men get off of your truck and go, um, do you ever have issues with like the lions though? They're like really close and you don't have the heart to be like, bro, there's about 40,000 different safety measures in place to make sure that you'll never get close to those lions, which are basically just big house cats at this point. But it's having those interactions that just, it solidifies how real that place feels and how much work went into that. Not only for the guests, but for the animals themselves. And also, it's incredible. How, De- and also how Dakari could hop out of it if he really wanted to. He really wanted to. Got to get a little jump. But yeah, that place is just absolutely incredible. It's, For I, honestly, there's three people on this podcast that worked at this place. Did we all three put it? I did. Yeah, I did. It was, it was low. As but, we uh, should. It was on my list. Uh, I will say the, the Kilimanjaro Safari Reserve. I do think it's the actual reserve portion that really gets me. The Savannah part. When you kind of go over the hill and over, the over yes, and you just that is the look like that is what I envision um, as far as the safari goes. The other ones are great because you do see animals, you see the cheetahs, but they're all kind of you can almost tell they're in an enclosed area where this one's just so spread out. Like that's what I envision. Although being by the rhinos safari. for me, the rhinos are the most real part of the entire safari. Oh, like. Yeah. Yes, being in that part of the savannah, there's a lot more that's really, really close to your truck. But the rhinos, for some reason, maybe it's just their sheer size. Like, that is absolutely incredible. But it, it can all be, mm, I was going to say, make it or break, making or breaking. It could be, it's make or break, make break the immersion it. level based off of your guide. If they ain't yeah, having yeah, a good day, does, you're you right. going to think you're on a safari. And that's nope. where it's like, that's a good point. Hit or miss. 
So if you have a really great guide, make sure you tell them and or give them a cast compliment. Thank you. Yeah. All right. We're going to jump to number six on our list. We're almost to our top five. Number six. This might come as a shocker to a lot of people. Uh, The Tower of Terror. Lobby area. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought this one would be in the top five. I really did. I think I almost put it in my top ten, even though I hate that attraction. You and me do an amazing job. Yeah, they do an amazing job with theming. Uh, You know, this is creepy. It's creepy, and I think the only thing that gets me is I wish that. And this is just nitpicking, I think, but the main lobby area with all the cobwebs on the furniture and stuff. I wish it was farther like inside where the daylight and like sunshine isn't like peeking in. I kind of want like a darker ambiance where it's Agreed. a little more like scary looking. Well, at, at night, totally. it's pretty legit. At that night, it's great. Yeah, I guess that's Plus, I just want more of it because it's such but... an amazing spot. Like you just want it to go deeper because you want to be there for longer. True. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, that might be better than the Rock and Mel with Rocket on the one attractions episode. Oh my gosh! Oh, that's funny. But anyways, but, uh, yeah. Add yeah an what extra, do you guys have to say about this? Add an extra hallway to that thing and then make it on the list. But you're, I mean, you're in and you're out. I mean, well, you're, you're yeah. going in. You make a quick okay, right turn. Is, man, Tower Terror Lobby gone. just pulling out some great. But like, it's, you agree, right? Like the room is small, and it's like. You're yes. there. You're, you Most spend of, you spend about three minutes in that room. I feel like that's like it. twenty minutes of it. You're just in a boiler room, which it does make you feel like you're in a boiler room, but it's also kind hey, of lazy. That's at immersive. The same time. Yeah. Although um, I do love the outdoor queue because obviously, like Tower of Terror is ginormous, and you are right up against that building, so it is looming over you. But I feel like they do a really good job of making sure that the trees all around you aren't completely covering that view. Like True. you can tell that these trees have been cut back so that you have that like looming, oh, it's on you at any point in time kind of feel to Tower of Terror. I think it makes it extra spooky because I also hate heights. So looking up at that thing huh, adds to the experience for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I also I do think that the outside, like when you're kind of in that extended queue and you're going through all like the, the garden area, I guess, um, when they have the uh, fog or whatever, like the steam working properly that part should be included in this because I think that adds just an eerie feeling, even though you're in just a basic area, the fog like aesthetic coming in is so cool to me. And then throw in the thing that obviously makes immersion twice as good for all of these at night. Just at At night. night. It's crazy. It's the best at Christmas. Oh, Oh, there you go. A little festive. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, Before we get into our top five, let's go ahead and jump to a quick commercial break from one of our sponsors. If you're planning on taking a trip to a Disney destination soon, make sure to contact Pixie Vacations for all of your planning needs. Planning with them is completely free. That's F-R-E-E free. And you really can't beat their service. Email us at happiestpodcast at gmail.com if you are interested in using Pixie. And I will point you in the right direction to get started with an agent immediately. All right. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And just to recap, we are conducting our very own rankings list of all of our favorite uh, areas, scenes, etc. that Imagineers, we feel, did the best job to really kind of bring a story to life. So let's go ahead. 
Uh, we do have everything all put in. We are up to our top five. We're up to our top five. So this is big. Let the fun begin. Number five on our list. Be our guest ballroom. Uh, and I think this is one that should definitely be on there. Uh, I actually had this number three on my wow. list. Uh, as far as Imagineering, I, I, is it worth it? Absolutely not. Mel's not here, so I'm going to say that right now. It's because um, we did so- the whole bottle <laughs> Jared. No, it was so expensive. Had and I can shock think of a hundred different restaurants I'd rather spend. Uh, and But... As far as just the overall Imagineering side of things, I do feel like you are in the movie. Uh, this They did an amazing job as far as the ballroom goes. I love the window outside. It feels like it's snowing and all that. So uh, the different rooms are really cool, but I do feel like the ballroom is definitely up there. Uh, but we also had Mel, Nick Lee, and myself. We all had this on our list, and we all had it pretty dang high. So... Just keep that in mind. Be our guest ballroom. I don't know. Do you guys have anything to say about the be our guest ballroom? I just wish, like, I know it's that forced perspective that makes you think that the second floor is like way bigger than it actually the is and one way missing higher. Missing link. Just if they what? would have made it a, I said the bell. Right. It's the one missing link. <laughs> if they would just made that an actual second floor, maybe put actual- a couple tables up there. Because it looks so Bam. tiny. Like, I know it's forced it perspective, but it still looks way too tiny. It's not but I do love the, um, exactly. I do love the um, mural up at the top that has all of the Imagineers kiddos. I think that's so funny, even though Jerry was so weird. Yeah, that was very odd. And the snow, it's always the flying babies. Okay, funny, funny story about that. Um, I don't remember who told me the story, but once there was someone who came in with her two quote unquote service dogs and was throwing a fit because she needed to have her service dogs by the window. And that's how she was trying to get next to the fake window. And they were like, you realize that there's, you can't look out the window. Like it's fake snow. It's a fake black screen. She was like, no, we need to be by the window. My dogs get anxiety. And it's like, you need a service. Oh, you you do. You need a service. What if I need to take the dogs out? (laughs) (laughs) This is your friendly reminder not to BS your way with a bad service dog. Like keep that for the real people who need real service dogs. Thank you. Yeah. You know, All right, like people cool. that actually need DAS, but you know, you're right. My yeah. mom just told me that happened when we went to be our oh, guest. There lady in front of us. I don't know why I thought I made that up. People in my head, do but no, my mom just confirmed the next story. To the, to the snow window. God for that curtain. Yep. <laughs> All right. There we go. All right. So let's head on to number four on the list. And we are heading, heading on over to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Oh. Expedition Everest. Let's go. Yes, I'm going to so say Q line. Almost everybody put yep. Q line yep, as yep. part of this. Although and I, will I say think that the majority had ascension this. is chef's kiss. Yeah. Let's good. stick with the Q line. Uh, unbelievable. I definitely, I had this actually number eight on my list, but, <laughs> uh, but I, wait, what is, who's that too? What's that? Corey. The Q, the oh. Q line going through and seeing like the mythology of the Yeti. Going through the Yeti oh, Museum. No. Yeah. And what, even before, before that, with the actual expedition and when you're going the through the altar, the travel like company, the... the all that stuff, like all of the different lobby areas, and then oh, it's the queue. Great. 
but it's, it's set amazing. up in a way it's like oh it is a museum like talking about who, what has happened with the yeti but it's literally like it's put and together you... like it was thrown together in nepal or something like that yeah like, it looks okay like all right it. all right just and then whenever it. you exit as soon as you exit the museum you go to like the boarding area and it has all the different expedition outfitters like all their posters it's like come on an expedition come on an expedition. Yeah. all that mm-hmm. it's like they also like, uh, you go through the packs you get your gear then you trek through like the temple with the like the well or whatever the fountain there that has no water then you get yeah. to where you're departing museum all that kind of stuff great you yeah. know if also you would have said if you would have said the cali river rapids museum oh my gosh no i'll tell you the temple the temple it's the at same cali idea they have a great not line, as good is yeah. legit they do have I'm a good line. I'm just saying, but, but we're not going to argue that because that's not even close to the expedition. Apparently, to all of us. So I will say this: Walt Disney Imagineering walks through the entire land, and I learned this in my declamation. Not that AJ and Jared didn't. Um, I, mean, I, I, went through, I, went, I went through declamation and too. Corey. <laughs> Wait, I'm the only one. That's right, you did. So uh, we, the four I out of the five, got of us my declamation. This. All right. Well, three out of the five of us know this. Um, you go through and they talk about how they will occasionally move bricks on the houses because that is considered the more bricks you have on your home. That is considered how much wealth you have. Mm-hmm. So it is basically the transfer of wealth through different people. Bricks on the houses. Yep. The, the bricks at the very top are removable. Oh, and they okay. will move them to other places. There you go. I'm gonna steal a know. brick. Cute. I mean, so, fun little cool. details. Um, but yeah, I definitely, as far as being immersed in a, in a scene, this is one that I definitely, you can definitely get hyped going on this attraction because it feels like Hunter said you're in Nepal, you're getting ready to go on a big hike. So um, yeah, four of us had this on our list. So props to everyone with that. Uh, let's head to number three. Number three on our list. Let's head on over to Galaxy's Edge. In the Millennium Falcon holding area. There it is. Um, Guest room. Yeah. So in the holding area, uh, there were three of us that had this very, very high on our lists. Um, I had this number two. Uh, Corey had this number three. Hunter had this number two. So, yeah. Let's go from there. Just the fact that they made it so the load rotates so everybody's going through the same entryway to go to load like you feel like okay this is the direction you go to go to the cockpit that's what makes it work and that's obviously just because of the ride system and all of that um bonus points to pre-covid whenever you got like the cards and you could walk around in there and kind of do whatever you want for about a minute and a half um, because they have a lot in there if you're not looking so much they have the game table you can go recre- recreate a uh, han and leia's kiss which me and Corey did that one XO, XO wall. <laughs> and uh yeah you, he tried to turn the thing and i got behind him and i kind of got, put him in a nice embrace and then they also have the bench not many people know this from empire where luke's on after they pick him up from cloud city they lay him on that bench if you go through it's oh to your left immediately kind of tucked in the corner there there's that mm-hmm. like little bench alcove there where he's yep. laying down and yeah they got a there, lot of stuff there's also where it goes off its rocker and starts like lights are going crazy there's mm-hmm. like there's all kinds of craziness going on and there's a little button you can push 
Uh, obviously, to turn it off, it's fun for the kids, but hey, it's also fun for young adults who are obsessed with Star Wars. Uh, it's pretty wild. I love it. I love it. It's just so cool. And then I think what I love about it too is, especially when you're going around those like, you know, rounded hallways and you're in the chess room and you can't, you, you just can't see all the way down the rounded hall. I don't know. You just, you literally feel like you're in it. And it's just so cool. Yeah. It's so cool. Yep. I, even, uh, even getting I into the cockpit. I mean, even, I mean, it's just all of it. It's just so yeah, legit. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure on the floor, that's the removable panel that Han is seen working on the ship. Also oh. like, those there's yeah. panels there, but like they look like it's the same size wherever they get removed, and he's Little in there details. and Chewie's handing him tools. Like, and a lot and happens they, in that room. Yeah, and they even have the uh like the ladder shoots too, like the kind of like I mean it's oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It, they don't really exist, but they're there as in a sense to kind of go down to the uh the turrets. Yeah, the turrets. It's just it's so cool. It's so cool what they did in there. Oh yeah, I you know I think everybody almost could probably think back to when you first walked that area and like where you got the feels and you know everybody does say you know when you see the Millennium Falcon for me I think it was being in this room where well not my number one uh, we'll talk about my number one here soon but uh, this was definitely one of the two spots that I legit got chills slash goosebumps just being in there because it did feel like you're legit on the set of um star wars inside the morning falcon so uh but yeah great one a lot of us had it um you know especially star wars fans i'm sure would all have that up there but even if you're not and you've just kind of seen the movies i think you would definitely feel like you're there so uh let's head to number two number two on our list let's head out of hollywood studios we are heading back into animal kingdom the land of Pandora. And I think we're just going to say overall at night is probably in general, the best thing to say here. Uh, but basically the floating islands, just the overall feel of the land, especially the neon lighting. I did not have this. So I'll let y'all kind of take this one. Number two on our list. And honestly, I would argue that I like this area better in the daytime. I know Pandora was meant to be experienced at night with all like the black light effects and things like that. But seeing the floating rocks in their full glory in the daytime, I think that's just incredible. Hey, I mean, you guys all pretty much <laughs> put this one, so I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm not you, sure why everyone else is just staring. Everybody else at me. just staring. It is. Blank. It is good. It is good. I was just uh, trying Corey's to just mad. Corey's just mad because he gets yelled at when he's there. Is the only reason. I don't get yelled at. Either. Okay. I I off the rock. Corey, can I get? Can I get a pose? Can I get a pose? A pose. You know, just a couple. I just need to pose because I know you like taking your pictures in Pandora. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing his Wildcats shirt. First of all, totally Wildcats shirt. I had my white sneakers on. I was glowing like a boss. Um, I love it. I don't know, guys. Jared said it best here. You, it's so cool. It's just so cool. The lights. The ah, it's it's Pandora. The sounds too add to it. You can kind of yeah. hear if you sit in like a quiet area. Um, I think that's when it's best too. Is I think maybe that's why I like it at night because it's a little less busy and you can actually just hear the sounds of all the creatures and just you hear all these like roars in the background of like the woods and then all of a sudden you hear you know whatever bird creatures like you know squawk and it's just like all of that tied in together is just it is a beautiful area. Um, and I, the only reason I think I might have been the only one with this not on my list 
It's just because Nobby River for me completes it more when I'm thinking about being on set or or there. Um, but this one was definitely still on my honorable mention. Uh, beautiful I, land, beautiful and, land. And I feel like this was a shift, right, from Disney doing lands and stuff like that to Disney doing these different level of immersive yeah. lands. Like Pandora and then Galaxy's Edge followed suit with the smoke detectors don't look like smoke detectors. That like usually you'd have like other ones like in Fantasyland or in in like Jungle Cruise or something like that. It's like stuff is there, but there's still obviously the stuff that has to be there, and it mm-hmm. kind of takes away from it a little bit. But these are like the start of everything. There was like specifically chosen just because. Like, yeah, it can't be determined. It can't be differentiated from anything else you'd find there. So. And I don't even think they still have, I know they still have the the big plant that you can like basically rub the, your hand on it and it'll just like light up or whatever. But they used to even have other parts in the land where you can, There's like water would areas. shoot out at you from like plants and stuff. You like put your hand inside of a tree and all of a sudden like sounds start happening. Yeah. Past a certain branch and water will come and get you like there's a few different cute areas like that isn't that main thing at the front isn't it didn't like break like the first week i think it's back though it's back (laughs) i'm just saying no that thing was going for a while yeah but it's broken (laughs) i don't think it is anymore i think it was working when we were there anyways i just remember Corey getting yelled at yeah and (laughs) that is my only memory of pandora now that's it all right before we get into our number one pick I think it's time for a little commercial break from one of our sponsors, and then we'll get back into the mix. This episode is brought to you by Magic Handle Company. If you're like me and are always missing the parks while at home, I recommend going to magichandlecompany.com to find candles, waxes, sprays, and more containing your favorite smells from the parks. Use our promo code HAPPY15 to receive 15% off of every purchase from magichandlecompany.com. Happy happens. Hey guys, how you doing? I'm <laughs> oh, all right, and we are back, and we are on our number one attraction. Big moment. Let's just get into it. <laughs> I think we all know what one it is. What is the loneliest number? Not in this case, though. That it's not the you ever knew. Thank you, man. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. Yeah, I think we all have a pretty good idea here. We're going to go with Rise of the Resistance. And let's just stick with the whole pre-show area, a.k.a. the what it, I think Hunter said about the hangar. Yeah. The hangar. Where the Stormtrooper room, I say it. I think that is my top. that's my Goosebumps top mm-hmm. for sure. You feel like you're there, and they nailed it. They just nailed it through the roof. I'll let you guys talk about that. Hot take. I don't think it's even in the top 10. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, gosh. Just, that, yeah, just wait for number one. And yeah, you're out there. At any point of Rise of Resistance, because even for me, like, yes, the hangar is amazing, but like when you first roll up to the ATATs and you see how huge those things are, oh, that for me was my you like jaw dropping. They you are mean pretty they're, stumpy. They're, they're one third scale of actual no, size. Listen, listen, nearby, I, that I honestly perspective don't. Is pretty they, forced but you know listen, she's trying the ATATs. see force perspective is a great thing except if you lift people up on an elevator <laughs> to, to see how yeah. tall they actually are it's like were we not thinking about this 
but anyway. I'm not going to say the ride. I honestly, the ride is, oh, honestly, the ride for is me, okay the ride for is me. The best part. See, and opinion. I'm like opposite where I could just walk the pre-show and be done. Cause I think I, I see wanna... certain parts of that as far as I, I'm an animatronics Don't guy. Where are you going with that? Every He's animat- going to say something about Kylo Ren. I was just going to say, like, I want to feel as close to Kylo Ren oh, as so possible. No, all right. Well, oh, okay. see, that's where I get, like, I'm an animatronics guy, and I cannot stand Dude, Kylo looking Ren. at almost all the animatronics and seeing them from when they were on, like, Great Movie Ride. And is that like, like that has to be it? Right? It is 100%. It is 100%, 100%, 100%. Is the Wicked Witch of the East. Like, we yes. are. And, and Finn. Finn freaking Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Yeah. So I can't get so past bad. that where the ride, the only part of the ride that I feel is really cool to me is the cannon room. I just love like the cannon shooting out and you're watching everything. When they're working. But yeah. the pre-show is, I just feel like they nailed it. I, think, I just feel like I think, they nailed it. I get goosebumps every time. Yeah. Coming into the hangar is obviously, I mean, it's amazing. The screen, the troopers, the ships on the side of the walls and stuff. But I think, where they're missing one touch that would make it so epic is right before you kind of go into one of your little jail chamber things or whatever, when you're going down those long hallways that, I mean, you've, you've seen in every star Wars movie, like how cool would it be if they just had some troopers just walking the halls, maybe some little, maybe some little Roomba type. uh, What about that little droid? Robots just kind of, yeah, just kind of roaming. Just give me a little, like one that goes from like door to door or something like that. I mean, just so you see, I think Galaxy's Edge as a whole, just add some more live actor and entertainment, whatever it might be, animatronics, whatever. I don't care, yeah. but just it would be so epic. And going down those halls, it feels like you're actually you are in a Star Destroyer. If it you're is- lucky and it's raining out, you might see two stormtroopers walking through. OK, but see, well, like, why not? Why not just add that to the to the route? Like, I don't understand. Wah, 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 wah. Anyways, yeah, you I think I think you're cutting costs. Star Wars fan. Yep. Disney's what? cheap. That's why. Cheap hey, isn't that big of a Star Wars fan. Apparently. They have a uh, they have stormtrooper first order troopers walking through um, Star Cruiser. And that's why it costs five grand. So. I think Trust me, you're not paying for that stormtroopers labor. <laughs> five grand. <laughs> You are not paying. Yeah, oh, that's paying. You're, you're paying for their five thousand stormtroopers. <laughs> Literally, though. Anyways, all right. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is our list that we came up with. We would love to hear your own thoughts. So uh, please feel free to message us, email us, uh, let us know your number one. We just like you know. Let's. What's your top area or scene that you feel Imagineers just really crushed in? It makes you feel like you're in the scene. Uh, I'm just going to recap our top 10 real quick, our top 10. Uh, So we have uh, the old France Pavilion. We have the Rosen Crown. We have the Mexico Pavilion. We have Kilimanjaro Safari. We have the Tower of Terror Lobby. And then we have Be Our Guest Ballroom, Expedition Everest, the Millennium Falcon Holding Area, uh, Pandora, just overall the land, and Rise of the Resistance pre-show hangar area. So that is our list. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Thank you all. Thank you. What do you think? What do you think of the list, guys? Uh, you know what we've left <laughs> off that I can't believe, actually? Oh, jeez. Here we go. Oga's Cantina. I don't think I don't think so. I don't think uh, I, I you don't I you don't you don't honestly feel like when you go into those doors, no, there's no English. 
There's no like anything. It's English. I need more entertainment. I need no, more aliens I mean, like, walking around acting maybe, like they're boozing. But it feels like you're kind of in a Star Wars restaurant, Tatooine. Oh, it is fun. And the drinks. Drinks add to it with the effects that they have. Bruh. Oh, 100%. Fuzzy Tauntaun, are you kidding me? That's part of the immersion. I fuzzy. I... Yep, yep. Corey just this wants is, to take uh, out the little plastic bin of fuzzy. Yeah. Fuzzy in them. it? Yep. All right, everyone. That is our list. Thank you again for listening. Thank you to the cast here. Corey, AJ, Hunter, Andrew. Thank you for joining me um, on this episode. Thank you to our happiest army for all your support. Love you guys for on Patreon. Love all of you listeners that are listening to you right uh, to this right now. Um, thank you again just for listening and really, you know, just supporting the, the show. Uh, but remember, ladies and gentlemen, this is not goodbye. This is see you real soon. So we will talk to you all later. Please stay safe out there. Have a magical week. And ta-ta for now. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Can I stop smiling now? Yeah.